Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. On this episode, I'd like to start with a personal announcement. My third child was born yesterday, about 2 p.m. His name is Enoch, the newest Nemos, if you will, and I could not be more exhausted or more happy. Uh, However, news does not wait for any man, and a lot of things are happening. I want to keep you informed, so I'm going to put out this short video before I go crash for at least one, maybe two hours of sleep, I hope. All right, let's dive in without further ado. Here we go. Got sleep issues? Let me guess. All natural sleep aids don't work for you. Well, they only have one or two ingredients to help you sleep. What good is that? Try the brand new Sleepy Joe Sleep Aid. With 18 powerful sleep-inducing ingredients, Sleepy Joe is guaranteed to put you out like Sleepy Joe in his mama's basement. The label says take two, I take one. 30 minutes before I plan to sleep, and dag nabbit, I'm out like a light for about 8 hours. Grab yourself a bottle at redpillliving.com forward slash sleep. It sells out fast, so take action now. That's redpillliving.com forward slash sleep. Lights out. Nemosnewsnetwork.com Breaking the cycle of fake news. On this episode, we have a couple of things to discuss, including a third of U.S. citizens saying they've refused the vaccine, even with all of the pressure to date, and New York failing to follow its own Supreme Court decision to ban the mask mandate. We also have a CDC monkey crash, with one lady exposed to the monkeys during the crash, supposedly developing symptoms, uh, pink eye, cough, cold, flu-like symptoms. Uh, Who knows what that's going to be. It sounds like something out of a horror movie, although we'll get to some of the weird details that present themselves in that particular case. DC is requesting people to limit their supermarket purchasing as empty shelves continue to be an issue even in our nation's capital, where the rich play and the poor can't even afford to live. Alberta, Canada, recently published data that showed that more than half of the vaccinated deaths in Canada have been counted as unvaccinated. We also have connections emerging between the mysterious Patriot Front group and the Charlottesville fake neo-Nazis. In Denver, elementary schools are getting caught teaching children to try to disrupt the nuclear family and support the Marxist terrorist organization known as Black Lives Matter. Meanwhile, the Biden family has enriched itself continually, usually at our nation's expense, and it has made at least $31 million from individuals with direct ties to the Chinese spy apparatus, the high-level intelligence-connected people in China. And yet another school, a high school in Colorado, held a vaccine clinic and passed out vaccines even to children without parental consent. And the only reason we know about it is because brave children went undercover Project Veritas style and did a sting on their own school. It's beautiful. According to a recent poll from The Economist and YouGov, about a third of Americans still refuse to take the vaccine. 
And we know a lot of people refuse to answer these things correctly because they were afraid of being targeted. DC is asking people to take only what you need. If you go to the supermarket, don't get too much. Don't stock up. Don't be one of those hoarders. Don't mind those empty store shelves near you. Don't mind that things are sometimes unavailable for long periods of time or, or even indefinitely with no clear future. This is exactly the kind of thing that you expect from a tyranny that doesn't want the people to panic about empty store shelves while the empty store shelves are happening. What's telling in this particular case is that this is our nation's capital, the wealthiest nation on earth. Kind of reminds us that fragile social fabric that we all rely on and come to expect with our normalcy bias could burn up like tissue paper under all that rage and chaos boiling to the surface now. The province of Alberta, Canada, accidentally exposed itself this week when it accidentally published evidence that showed the public health authorities have been manipulating the COVID statistics of official data. In fact, it showed that over half of the vaccinated deaths have been counted as unvaccinated. Of course, they were quick to withdraw and delete that information, but not quick enough. The internet never forgets, at least until the censor gets a hold of it. One woman in Pennsylvania who came in contact, like something in a horror movie, with the crash site CDC test monkeys, she is experiencing cold-like symptoms, pink eye and a cough, and supposedly the monkey hissed at her. Although, then again, this lady is being treated for rabies with a four-dose uh, series preventatively, and she wasn't even bit. So I don't know if this is just hypochondria or what, but we have to treat it like it could be a potential serious threat vector, and especially with the talk of this hemorrhagic virus floating around China, even from folks like Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of mRNA who says don't take the poison vaccine that's based on his technology. But I digress. Uh, you know, some some rumors are emerging of a very deadly Ebola-like virus that will make you essentially bleed to death internally, a hemorrhagic fever. You don't want this. No one wants this. Um, but then again, it could just be another pandemic fear porn. I can tell you this already, though. Whatever comes out of these monkeys, masks and vaccines don't work. Same thing with lockdowns and Democrat Party policy. The mysterious group known as Patriot Front that continues to show up at conservative events dressed like a battalion, well-trained, operating smoothly, in sync, bringing their own shields, their own uniforms, not revealing their identity, never attacking, but defending like trained experts, even showing examples of withdrawal patterns, defensive maneuvers, strategic egress and ingress maneuvers, as well as extensive coordination and planning. According to one new report by Unicorn Riot, which is a far-left radical news outlet, frankly, but they allege that Thomas Rousseau is the founder of the mysterious Patriot Front group. And if that's the case, there's a very good chance that this is another federal entrapment trick. Just like January the 6th, this could be a honeypot. I don't know. But Thomas Rousseau was allegedly 
connected to the Tiki Torch March in Charlottesville, Virginia. In a world where cameras have more power than guns, people don't actually show up wearing Hitler memorabilia to express opinions that they agree with. Because if they have two brain cells to rub together, they would realize they're harming their own cause in the court of public opinion. I mean, even a Nazi would know better than to show up and support his favorite political candidate dressed like a Nazi in today's era, right? So the only reason to show up dressed like a Nazi is if you're pretending to support Trump or something like that and then use it to hurt the political enemy. So we know that the Charlottesville, Virginia, Tiki Torch Nazis were anything but authentic, and in fact, many of them were former Obama voters. So stay away from anyone who's a fake neo-Nazi, carries a Tiki Torch, or is one of those unindicted co-conspirators of January the 6th. One Denver elementary school was caught teaching children young children to disrupt the nuclear family and to support Black Lives Matter, a communist terrorist organization. This indoctrination was commented on by one advocate as, quote, it is preposterous and wholly inappropriate to teach five and six-year-olds that they must commit to being trans-affirming and queer-affirming and in favor of disrupting the nuclear family. If a parent wants to raise these subjects at home, that is one thing. But in a classroom, it is nothing more than social engineering and a theft of childhood by the state. End quote. I could not have said it better. It seems that every week lately I'm having to report on this or that school or college abusing children and young people in various ways. It's becoming systemic, it's becoming a bit of a trend, almost as though it was a cultural issue, and I think it is. In one high school in Colorado, students went undercover to expose a vaccine clinic for administering vaccinations without parental consent, even after the school superintendent assured that this would never happen. And it doesn't stop there. In California, they actually want to make it legal to give your children vaccines without parental permission. They have a bill on the table now. Bill 866, sickly named the Teens Choose Vaccines Act, which would allow not only teens, but children as young as 12 and up to consent to FDA poisons. And that probably includes with balloons, pizza, and bribes without parental consent, knowledge, or involvement. They could develop a routine, I'm sure they already have, and deploy that routine on your child on day one back to school, and before you even know it, that child has buckled to peer pressure, threats, or bribes, and taking a life-altering poison that they can never untake. In fact, it has gotten so bad in California especially that one California school district is facing legal action over LGBTQ activist teachers indoctrinating and brainwashing young children into being transgender and bisexual and homosexual. And it went way above and beyond affirming inherent identities. In fact, these teachers, these predators that should never have been around children, were grooming those children. They even were caught admitting that they were stalking them through their online accounts, 
quote, we totally stalked what they were doing on Google, end quote. This is from one of the teachers that was suspended with pay, mind you. And if you were not quite fed up and disgusted with teachers enough, I have another one for you. In Ohio, in a school lunchroom, a nine-year-old forced to eat food taken out of the garbage by one school employee as the principal stands just feet away. And this time we even have the video of this horrendous child abuse. The video on your screen right now was taken from a surveillance camera inside the cafeteria at Palm Elementary School in Lorain, Ohio. The school district blurred the faces of all the students involved. The nine-year-old girl told the principal she did not like the waffles she had and she threw them away. According to a federal lawsuit filed by the family, a cafeteria staff member pulled the waffles from the trash and forced the girl to return to her table and finish them. At the time, Lorain schools promised to conduct an investigation and condemn the actions. An attorney for the family gave a more detailed account of what the video showed. We see in the video on uh, this monitor, the name's defendant, um, go ahead and grab the waffle out of the garbage. And she appears to instruct the student to go get a paper towel, go back to her seat. She places the waffle at the table and then for a matter of minutes is talking with her, instructing her, her um, as we know from, from, from the victim standpoint, that she needs to eat this waffle that was in the garbage. And the monitor goes as far as to sit right next to her, as is alleged in the complaint, uh, and intimidate her into doing so. The spokesperson says the Lorraine School District was not commenting beyond what they've said in the past. The paraprofessional and principal were fired. Apparently, the principal knew about what happened but never reported it. In New York, the state Supreme Court recently overruled the governor's mask mandates. However, that didn't stop the Democrats from continuing to enforce them anyway. They're using a flimsy appeal excuse and somehow convinced a judge to grant a motion to keep the mask mandates in place somehow despite the Supreme Court's ruling, which said pretty clearly that the governor does not have the authority to do this without the legislative body and that any such enforcement was unconstitutional, meritless, void, and unenforceable. Proving my theory that the government is more of a mafia that doesn't really follow the rules. The Biden family has received over $31 million from five deals, all made with individuals who have direct ties to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. And don't worry about all the blackmail on Hunter Biden's laptop. They don't need it. We already know about it. Plus, they have him in their pocket. They have his son in their pocket. They have the entire family in the Communist Chinese Party's pocket. I hope you have found this to be a value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing, maybe even subscribing at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. Also, remember we are 100% listener funded, and if you want to support what we're doing, if you want to see more truth out there fighting back against the deep state's lies and propaganda, if you want to support Patriot Independent Media, and drain the digital swamp. Help support our Patriot sponsors at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. For example, redpillliving.com.
Use the coupon code NEMOS for 15% off the entire website. Not only does redpillliving.com have the most powerful supervitamins in the world, the same kind, by the way, used by Fauci, for example, while he tells you to take the poison clot shots, but we also have Gourmet Patriot Coffee from thegreatawakeningcoffee.com. And on the other end of the spectrum, we have Sleepy Joe, the world's most powerful all-natural sleep formula with 18 different food-based ingredients that will not damage your liver or leave you drowsy, but will knock you out for a great night's sleep. Take two Sleepy Joe and let me know how you feel, but you'll probably end up feeling like Joe Biden did on his campaign, soundly, comfortably asleep. Have a wonderful night, everyone. We'll see you on the next one. I can't believe I'm a dad again, you know? That's number three.